the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. The principle of sowing and reaping is time-honored and uh, well-proven. And we are seeing it play out with our president's State of the Union speech, the way it's received, uh, polar opposite reactions on the right and left. And we are seeing it play out in Ukraine under heavy attack today. We will discuss all of it with you on The Bruce Hooley Show. I appreciate your time today. You can be a part of our conversation, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Email the show, Bruce at 989theanswer.com. We uh, have a new participant in the show today. I say hello to my friend Alan Rogers, who is sitting in for Aaron today. Hello, Alan. Hello, Mr. Hooley. Nice to see you today, and uh, glad to have you be a part of the show. Thank you. Joe Biden was up uh, past his bedtime last night. That was funny. <laughs> that was a great that Sean one. Hannity line yeah. last night. A fantastic line. Very, very true. Uh, I tried to watch it and have prepared thoroughly on its content, but could not watch it live because I didn't care for the feelings that it inspired in me as it was happening. And I heard some very uh, searing audio yesterday afternoon on Fox from a Ukrainian politician that has completely changed my view of what's going on in that country. And it's tied to, obviously, who our president is and how inept and ineffective a leader he is. Uh, He lacks foresight. He lacks fortitude. Um, He might lack a frontal lobe. I'm not sure. But I was moved this morning. Hugh Hewitt played, replayed the sound today, and we'll have it for you by the end of the show, on the fact that we're not doing nearly what we could be doing to protect innocent life. It'd be hypocritical of me to sit here and um, get very angry and upset about the murder of innocent unborn children, which I am, uh, by the abortionists in our country. And not be as upset and outraged by the murder of innocent born children in Ukraine, of moms, of dads. And I get all the risks. I get why NATO, our country, say we don't want to go to war with Russia. Sometimes you don't get a choice in the matter. We didn't have a choice on uh, December 7th, 1941. We didn't have a choice on September 11th, 2001. And I don't think we have a choice now. We're not going to protect Ukraine because they're not a member of NATO? Really? We pick and choose according to who's in our club and who's not on whether our values are something we have to act on or not act on? 
We could do so much more than we're doing in Ukraine, but of course, I complain about gas prices. I'm willing to pay more for gas, not because Joe Biden has a green energy policy. I'm willing to pay more for gas if we use sanctions against Russian gas to stop funding Vladimir Putin's war machine. That would be, to me, a good reason to pay $5 a gallon for gas. I wouldn't like it. I'd struggle to afford it. I would understand it, and I would feel there was nobility in it. It's not necessary because, of course, we could produce our own gas, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But it is wrong for NATO a long time ago to have asked Ukraine, told Ukraine, give up your nuclear weapons, and then you'll be able to live at peace with Russia. And they do that, and now we watch them invaded, and we do almost nothing. We do nothing of great consequence. We might inconvenience Vladimir Putin, banking-wise. We, well, we will do one thing. What we will do is we will talk about what amazing bravery the Ukrainians have, And how we stand with you. We stand with you, yes. And that Vladimir Putin will not take away the spirit and the fight and the honor of the Ukrainian people. Oh, great. Fantastic. And we stand. We stand with you and we watch you get murdered. Today, Ukrainian cities are being shelled. And you say, well, what if it starts World War III? My perspective on this is going to be controversial, and uh, I'm not somebody who likes going to war, but I don't white-knuckle my own mortality, and if it starts World War III, we didn't start it. We didn't start it. We have a an obligation to protect innocent life in this world. We're not doing it, and I'm ashamed of us that we're not doing it. I'm ashamed of us. It's the same issue that we saw throughout COVID. It is a lack of wise leadership. It is a lack of wise leadership. And I get it. In past presidencies and decades, we have confronted evil in the world and trusted our fate to a holy God during the Cuban Missile Crisis, during World War II, we 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 trusted, and I get why we don't trust now. Why would we trust? We've not earned that. We've not maintained that trust anymore because we have a president last night who stands up there and <laughs> and so ridiculously talks about. God in the way that he's comfortable talking about God. Did you catch what he said about supporting transgender kids last night? That he supports transgender kids so they can achieve their God-given potential. It's a nice sentiment, right? I want all kids to recognize their God-given potential. But how is it that you trust 
God to give kids their potential, which is an outgrowth of their gifts and talents and abilities. Presumably, if you're trusting that to God, the potential, you must also be trusting that he has given them gifts, talents, and abilities to accomplish that potential. So you trust him to give the child that. But you don't trust him to have gotten their sex right. He got the sex wrong, which I would argue is kind of the big part of the creation of a child, boy or girl. He got that wrong because they feel different than their biology. But the potential part, the gifts, the talents, the abilities part, that you trust God for. It's indicative that our government speaks in platitudes about all things. Lower our energy costs. Why don't we lower our energy costs? Why don't we pay less for electric cars? Because we're a market economy and because in order to do that, the person who's making the electric car has to cover their costs or they go out of business. So you can pie in the sky platitude, we're going to lower our costs for electric cars. You're not in the power to do it until you become the dictator you want to be. And this is just accepted as normal. It's no wonder we're a failure on the international stage. It's no wonder we're a failure on the national stage. We have completely taken out an esteem, a recognition, an acknowledgement, a respect for God from our culture, right down to the fact that, oh, God gives you potential, but he got your sex wrong. We have a nonsense leader. We have fools who stand and applaud for him, sometimes at the wrong time, Nancy and Chuck. And it's easy to get focused on gas prices and the border and supply chain and empty shelves and politics and all that. But this morning, right now, there are moms and kids cowering in subways in Ukraine, dying. Colleges, universities, police stations being blown up by a madman who's always wanted to do this. Always. It's not that some screw has come loose in Vladimir Putin's head. He's always wanted to do this. He's never hidden his desire to do this. But he's been held in check previously by American leadership and American belief that God would have our back. Now we don't trust that, and given the way we have ignored God, I'm not sure we should trust that. So I have this kind of internal struggle going on. Let's might as well share it with you. Uh, I have a an event coming up Saturday where I'm speaking, and it's the kind of event I've always wanted to speak at. It's a men's conference. Really excited about it. Um, I post a lot of stuff on my social media about politics, and a lot of people think I post stuff on politics that uh, betrays the faith that I purport to uh, 
stand for. And one of those people last night is a guy who is a dear friend. And during the State of the Union, I was uh, posting about whatever it was. I don't remember. I'm very critical of Joe Biden. I'm very critical of his policies. I find Joe Biden to be a very sad case. I do. I, I find him to be sad because he was raised with the truth. He says he's a devout Catholic. He was raised with the truth. He does not place his personal knowledge of God and the faith that he was taught. He does not elevate that above his political ambitions and his political policies. Case in point, a few moments ago, Biden's leaving the White House. He was asked how he can support abortion as a Catholic. Jill Biden walked up behind him, tried to pull him away. Then he responded that he wasn't going to make judgments of others. This proves he has absolutely no knowledge of the Catholic faith. So I had this friend last night who's Catholic who said, you know, you're embarrassing yourself when you post angry things about Joe Biden. When you post hate, I said, it's not hate, it's disgust. I am disgusted by Joe Biden. I am disgusted by his policies. I am disgusted by the way he turns his back on the faith he was taught as a boy. And I am extremely disgusted by the fact that he continues to purport to be an authentic follower of Christ. I am disgusted by that, and I think I am appropriately disgusted by that. And I noted that back to my friend in a response, and he said, his response to me was, I'm pro-life. And my response to that was, you are pro-life if you vote pro-life. You are pro-life if you put into action things that further the pro-life agenda. You are, I think, pro-life if you support whatever military action it takes to drive Russia out of Ukraine. Do we only love babies in the womb? Do we not love the Ukrainian kids? You know, there's a warning on every video from Ukraine, not suitable for whatever. No, it's very suitable. You need to know what's going on there. You need to see what's going on there. You need to be aware that we're not sanctioning Russian oil and gas. You need to be aware that we could be sending military aircraft, establishing a no-fly zone. The Russian Air Force, I have no reason to doubt Hugh Hewitt's assessment of it. He talks to people in military circles. The Russian Air Force is, relative to a NATO air challenge, inept. We could give the Ukrainian people a fighting chance on the ground if we would eliminate Russian aircraft from above. We could do it. Oh, it might make Vladimir Putin angry. It might start World War III. Again, my perspective on this doesn't have to be yours. I don't white-knuckle my mortality. I know where I'm going. And so I admire people, and I think I'm, I feel a personal calling to call this kind of stuff out. I really want to go to this men's conference, and I really want to talk about my faith and how it's transformed my life and how it is the thing that governs every view that I have. And it disgusts me when I see other people who have a position of influence. Our president is certainly one of them. Speaker of the House is one of them. Who claim... Faith in God is not a la carte, okay? You don't get to pick the parts you like and leave the other parts on your plate and not 
follow them, acknowledge them, be governed by them. You don't get to do that. Our president does that. Our Speaker of the House does that. Yeah, there are people on the Republican side of the aisle who do that. No doubt. No doubt. But it's just so disappointing to me that God has blessed our nation with freedom, liberty, natural resources, wealth, prosperity. And I look around our country, I see record murder rates. I see teachers and school administrators butting into the lives of children in places they shouldn't belong, don't belong. Had a gentleman on the show yesterday, Ohio Education Association. I wanted to be respectful to him. I don't think I was tough enough on him. Because the teachers just present this as fact that counseling children who may be confused about their gender is, well, it's our right as teachers, and we we need to be concerned about kids' mental health. We, We do need to be concerned about kids' mental health, but it doesn't mean that kids' mental health is an appropriate place for you to be injecting yourself. That is a parental issue. That is a home issue. That is a pastoral issue. That is not a teacher issue. And then this whole nonsense about gender, There is no gender. There is sex, male or female, since the beginning of time. Gender is a created, nonsensical feeling. It is not a biological reality. We have elevated man's wisdom over God's wisdom our own feelings over truth, our own assessment of how things should be over how things are. And not buying into the fact that God is sovereign and in charge of the universe and orders the events of our lives according to his decisions does not change the reality of that being true. So, I look at this speech last night, and it, to me, is such a clear demonstration of how we as a nation are failing on so many fronts. Wasn't a whole lot different in terms of our morality and stuff under Trump. But when you have a leader who says or allows the things that Joe Biden allows and won't protect kids and whether they're our own or ones in Ukraine, man, that is is just horrendous. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.